0: Welcome into the podcast today. My name is Ashton, and today we have a guest speaker with us, my brother Aiden. Hi, this is Aiden Bakers. Thank you for having me. Of course. Well, thank you for coming on and being a part of this. So today we're going to be talking about uh, Aiden a little bit, um, talking about some high school stuff, high school basketball stuff with him, and then we will get into our top five and then we'll break down a few series of players, um, of, of playoff series. Um, the Portland Trailblazers and the Lakers, and then uh, all that, all those series, we'll, a couple of them we'll break down. So, all right, Angie So, um, you're a junior in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, to give everybody kind of a, a height differential between me and you, um, I'm 5'7", you're 6'5", is that correct? Yes, All right, Um, so you're junior junior this year at Veritas. Um, Tell us a little bit about um, what you expect for your basketball season coming up here soon.
1: Well, last year we didn't do like we didn't fulfill all of our things that we were hoping to do last year. So this year we have all of our returning starting five. So we're hoping to make a run for state, second or third this year. That's my expectations. I'm hoping to win state, but there's some really good teams in our league. Well, uh do you
0: do you happen to know your stat line if you remember it from uh, last year?
1: Last year I didn't do I started the year off pretty well. I uh I think I only averaged like seven points last year, around two assists and around four for rebounds, shooting forty five percent from three. So
0: Oh. Right.
1: Well nice. So
0: uh the top five players in the bubble, um Overall, we're going to talk about overall. Um, my top five, as of right now, I thought about this a little bit last night. Um, I would have to say TJ Warren um, is my number five. Um, he's He had a really hot start. He had a 50-point game and then a 30-point game. But Jimmy Brotler and the, the Heat kind of brought him down back to earth a little bit. And, and also, injury kind of plagued him as well. Um, I would have to say number four is jimmy butler because he's been going off defensively um in the first game against the pacers and uh and in the regular season game that they played um in the bubble as well um he kind of just has been taken over and has been doing really well uh number three i would have to say uh ooh, this one skipped me uh I would have to go with Anthony Davis. He's been pretty good, Um, even though he didn't have the greatest game in in this last playoff game where he looked a little iffy at times. I'll admit that. But um, outside of that, he's been doing pretty well, I think. Um, Number two, I will go with Devin Booker, and he's been doing pretty well. And number one, I think, is uh, Damian Lillard, for Mm -hmm. sure. Uh, Damian has been going off. Uh, game time the last uh, seven minutes of the fourth quarter in in game one uh, just absolutely went off um, and his whole team rallied around him um, to 100 and to 93 win against the Lakers so what's your what's your top five in the bubble
1: Uh, at number five I would definitely have to go with um, TJ Warren you know the 50 point game it's hard to just surpass that one and then number four I'm saying Michael Porter Jr. I think okay. he, he surprises everyone there, and then number three, I definitely got to go with Giannis, just how consistent he is with everything. And then number two is definitely Devin Booker, you know, mm-hmm. going 8-0 in the bubble. You can't overlook that at all. And then definitely, same time for number one.
0: Yeah, all right. Different variation, I like it. All right. So Portland Trailblazers and the Lakers, we're going to talk about that first. Um, so... From what I saw in that first game, uh, the second game they'll play tonight, but uh, they, the Lakers, kind of they uh, they lack the shooting. Let's let's just say that for sure. Um, Case Contavius Caldwell Pope KCP um, went zero for nine from the field as a role player, um, two for eight um, for Alex Caruso that. Was not the greatest, and I mean it. Just, I was I was really hoping that Dion Waiters would have played a little bit more. Um, he played a couple minutes, and that was kind of it. And uh, for the Lakers, um, their guards they don't match up well against the Trailblazers' guards at all. Um, they kind of are. They rank twenty three. The 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 Lakers do, um, 23 in, in three-point shooting in the league, <laughs> and uh, 23rd in the league. That's kind of uh, that's iffy. So they they really have inconsistent shooting. Uh, the last five, six, to seven minutes of the of the game last uh, a couple of nights ago, um, they they couldn't buy a bucket from three-point land. Um, Kyle Kuzma got one, and it was. That Kyle Kuzma and LeBron, and that's kind of all I saw from the last few minutes, uh, three point wise. Uh, they they don't really have a plan to stop them defensively, and I mean there's really no plan to stop Damian Lillard. It's just do your best and and give it your best, I guess. But uh, they you really have to get up on him, and when he's. Taking that turn when he's coming off screens and stuff, he's he's gonna he's gonna launch it, <laughs> I, I tell you. And uh, is there anything that
1: you would like to add? Or? Yeah, I'll just like say that uh, you know, obviously like they don't have the best matchups and everything. And mm-hmm. uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron's plus-minus was really bad, but I'm assuming that's definitely because the matchups and who they're mm-hmm. guarding. And then you know LeBron, I wouldn't say he had the best game. You know, what do you have? Like 26 points? 24 points? 23. 23, okay. And yeah. 15 rebounds and, and 17 rebounds, 15 or
0: 16 assists. Okay, so. well then,
1: I stand corrected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had a very good game. But yeah, his plus minus wasn't the greatest because bad matchups and everything like that. It's all I really got. But um, he didn't have the greatest game shooting. Uh, but
0: um, Hassan Whiteside, I, I said in the last. Podcast. He is a shot blocker. He's the leading league leader in, in shot blocking. Three. He averages three blocks a game. Five blocks in the game. Uh, in game one, I, I tell you, the man is, is is blocking everything that's coming in the paint. And uh, Anthony Davis. So I said this a little bit earlier. Um, Anthony Davis just kind of seemed lost. He de- he wasn't in rhythm. Uh, he, Where I think he should be, and I've, I've seen Jalen Rose say this, and I totally agree, he should get in the paint because he's going what the Portland Trailblazers are not great at is getting uh, the def- defensive rebounds. They're not great at that. They're not a great rebounding team. So Anthony Davis could thrive off of getting mm-hmm. second, third, fourth, fifth opportunities. Dwight Howard was doing that he was getting those opportunities for the Lakers and he's uh Anthony Davis is gonna have to get in the paint there he's taking uh I saw he was taking three point shots and I was like what is he doing (laughs) and uh I think he would really live in the mid-range to around the basket and uh he's I think that that's his game right there um and uh he he's going to thrive off of that and uh you know who else has been thriving well Dallas Mavericks and the Clippers they have been thriving that series um if you haven't been checking into that series if you don't know what's going on Porzingis in the first game uh he was playing really well um he was he wasn't the great greatest on defensive pick and rolls, but uh, outside of that he was doing great. And uh, early, kind of mid to third quarter, um, he got ejected. Um, he got uh, his he hit he got two technical fouls. Um, his first one was kind of really stupid. Uh, he was uh, really complaining because on um, one in four. He got his uh, he got fouled and kind of got his shot blocked. Um, but then he goes down on the other end and blocks uh Paul George, but they call a foul on him, and it was like a clean block. And so he was, he was throwing his fists and that, but uh, just in the air in general, he wasn't throwing them at anybody. But uh, they were complaining. Um, he was complaining, and then he got a technical foul, and then he was like, "What the heck?" And then, uh, then the secondary technical foul came um, later in the third quarter, uh, where Luca had was trying to get to the rim. Uh, the play was over. M- Marcus Morris, I believe, was all over him, and uh, yeah, he Luca was just pushing him off, and then. Luca and Morris were talking, and then uh, uh, Porzingis came in and pushed Morris, and that drew the uh, the, techni- the second technical foul, and that's why he got ejected in in the first game. And then the kind of the Clippers kind of took over that game, and, and yeah, the Mavs were leading that. Yeah, and ironically, the to start off the game, the Clippers had a 18 to two lead and they blew that and uh the maz came right back in it and luca has been looking great he's he's like this is technically he's already played two playoff games and you wouldn't need like you would think that he's like a a three to four year veteran he's already setting records and everything yeah because he's looking really good um and uh maz uh so this series is tied now, one to one, and the Mavs for four out of six out of the eight quarters they have led in this in this series. And so um, the the Clippers right now defensively are kind of just in in no man's land and kind of they're trying to find match up someone to match up well enough to guard Porzingis, and there's really no answer
1: for Luca yes. and and. Porzingis is a seven-foot guard that can go to the rim. at will and shoot any over anyone. So yeah, it's a hard matchup for anyone.
0: Exactly, and and it also helps too when your role players are mm-hmm. are making shots and yeah. can uh, hit everything. So that's what we're liking there. And uh, so the Clippers have kind of been a, a disappointment, and uh, as of right now, they they've been kind of. Uh, lacking defensively so um I expect them to pick it up and you know who also is disappointing the Bucks and the Magic (laughs) the Magic (laughs) pulled up an upset uh in game one and that was kind of interesting that was I expected the Bucks to sweep the Magic I I kid you not um I think that was my prediction in in uh the last podcast that they would the Bucks would sweep the Magic, but um, if not, at least get one game. And I think the Magic got their one game. <laughs> and uh, but the the Bucks they had ten guys on the court, um, uh, ten all like out of everybody on their bench. Like usually, I I was listening to Bill Simmons podcast uh, yesterday, and he was like, usually you have like seven to nine guys that you usually play in your playoff rotation well they had 10 guys that's like that's that's not really the greatest mm-hmm. idea and usually you'd want your your best seven out there yeah. constantly and that's what portland was doing um in the lakers series so and uh and the bucks uh their their center uh excuse me the magic their center was going off uh he was hitting the three-point lot he was Shooting it well from three, uh, he was getting others involved. Um, he was getting to the rim at will. He was he was drawing fouls, getting and ones. I mean, he was doing it all for the for the Magic. Vipichuc, uh, I believe that's his name. Um, Vucic, I think Vucevic, That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> and uh, he was he was just doing it all, and uh, DJ Augustine was helping him a lot as well. On scoring the ball and the Bucks just kind of looked out of sync and the Bucks had every opportunity in this game to, to pull away and and to do well offensively and defensively. They just they weren't executing and, and again matchups is kind of what Orlando was doing and scheme wise it was just a great scheme all, all the way around defensively on what they were doing with Giannis and um, you know just making him shoot three point shots and he, he would make a couple, yeah, and then he would just get cold, and then uh, he would also make the uh, the uh, kind of the game plan and scheme wise was make the others beat, um, make the others other guys uh, on out there on the court and beat beat the magic, and usually they're um, the Bucks are pretty well in transition. Um, they only got twelve transition points, which is kind of a low for them. They're kinda of in the uh thirties to forty five range. That's kind of where they go from defense to offense and that's kinda of how they roll away and and, and uh steamroll teams pretty mm-hmm. much how they do. So um any thoughts on
1: Yeah, you know, uh well Giannis played I thought he had, didn't play a bad game at all, but I don't I didn't think Chris Middleton helped him enough to yeah. win the game at all or even up Pro- Brooke Lopez, that's their Yeah, okay, Sorry, the brothers. Lopez. Yeah, he didn't play too well either. So, all right, well, Orlando's leading
0: this series one to zero. Um, you know, uh, so they've been the Magic. They pulled off the upset, and there's really no upset in this upco- upcoming series that um, either team could win. Uh, Utah and Denver um either series I think could can win that um and that Utah and Jazz and the Denver Nuggets uh that's that series is tied one-to-one and they uh the Jazz managed to squeeze by last night Mm -hmm. um Donovan Mitchell has been playing really well Donovan Mitchell (laughs) ah that was my third guy uh but um Donovan Mitchell, he had a 57-point uh, game in Game 1. They managed to lose that game because uh, uh, De- Denver's Jamal Murray has been going. He went off in Game 1, too, um, scoring 30 points. And, uh, you know, when uh, Michael Porter Jr., Michael Porter Jr. has been doing really well, too. Uh, he's been shooting it well from three and all. And, uh, Michael Porter Jr. is not the same guy uh, that he was earlier in the season. Not by a long shot. Uh, He's probably one of the more improved players. He's kind of like a Devontae Graham, per se. Um, Where he's really, he like last year, didn't do the greatest. Um, Well, Michael Porter Jr. didn't play all that much last year. But uh, this um, first part of the season... um, he was doing all right. He wasn't the greatest, but, um, now he's kind of defined himself into that starting role per Mm -hmm. se and, uh, doing really well. Um, they're kind of, the Denver nuggets are, are, are really good. And I like them because, um, Jokic, um, he's doing really well. And, uh, Jamal Murray's doing pretty well as well. And, and that's just kind of a three headed monster right there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, something you, you really don't want to mess with in the playoffs, and Paul Millsap, he's he's doing all right um, for the Nuggets and uh, the Jazz. Uh, Michael Conley was not there in Game 1. He'll most likely be there for Game 3 or Game 4. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have to keep an eye on that, but um, first couple games he missed, he's back in the bubble now, um, and uh, he just um, his wife gave birth to their daughter, I believe, and uh, so that's why he missed a couple games. And uh, Mike Conley is going to come in there and really help defensively and provide a little bit of off a little bit of offense. And uh, so Utah's and the Utah Jazz and the Mavericks, uh, Utah Jazz and the Nuggets. That series is kind of it's it's going to be a close one. I think that goes seven. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely say seven too. All right, and uh, the last series that we were thinking about talking was the Houston Rockets and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm -hmm. Um, That series um, that could also go seven, but um, but um, the Houston Rockets um, in Game One kind of just took over. Ben Mclemore, you know that name? Mm -hmm. Um, That's a former KU player. Shout out to him. Uh, that was his first playoff game, and uh, he he went off for 15 points. Mm-hmm. Um, you wouldn't have thought of that. A role player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of a role player. He's their best three point shooter. That's what I heard um, from the commentator. Um, and uh, you know, I I was really hoping. Uh, ben McLemore was gonna be like the next Kobe Bryant or, or Michael Jordan. That was me, but I think that was pretty high hopes. For oh yeah, def- no way. <laughs> yeah, I was re- I was hoping for that, but um, I guess I'm just a Ku fanatic. I guess, and just hoping for the best. But uh, but Houston Rockets, they kind of just mopped the floor with the Thunder. Yeah. But um, even without Russell Westbrook. Yeah, even with. Without him, there's yeah. like, uh, I think he's going to come back and,
1: uh, later in the series, um, even though they don't really need him mm-hmm. as of right yeah. now. James but Harden's playing out of his mind. Yeah. And what do you have, like 30, 40 the other night? Yeah, he had like, I think 36, 30, I think 36, 37. Yeah. 36, 37. yeah Chris Paul didn't play too well. Shy. Yeah. He, he didn't play well at all. Yeah. They're really good. Number two, number three, he didn't play mm-hmm. well. So. And uh,
0: usually, what uh, Oklahoma City is, is they have – they're kind of a guard central team. So mm-hmm. they have uh, Chris Paul, Shay Gillis, Alexander. I think that's – I may have screwed up his name. Uh, Dennis Schroeder. Um, those are kind of the three core guys that you'll, you'll mainly see from um, the guard spot out there for the uh, the Thunder. And uh, they also have Steven Adams, who just is a big man. Yeah. I think is kind of the mismatch for P.J. Tucker and uh, so if you don't know uh, the Rockets kind of have their small lineup so they kind of went they went small um, in the uh, trade deadline and so they traded Clint Capella which I thought I'm going to say it, I thought that was a mistake because um, I thought you at least needed one big man and to at least help with de- with defense and it's also a shot blocker for you, he, mm-hmm. and that's what he was, and uh, and provide a dunker spot, I guess per se. You could just lob it up to him, and nobody yeah. nobody could stop. So, um, so what they're rolling with um, out there is their starting f- starting five is, um, and this is with Russell Westbrook in the lineup. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Uh, James Harden, uh, Robert Covington, uh, P.J. Tucker, and then kind of that fifth guy is kind of, yeah, it's iffy. If and it up a they switch it up. They switch uh, it up. I believe it's Daniel House. So, um, and P.J. Tucker is kind of the uh, the the center, and mm-hmm. he's kind of he's playing that center spot. And uh, James Harden has been getting a lot of. Uh, He's been getting a lot of criticism in, in past years for his defense, but his defense I was I was watching the game in and out. But when I was watching, uh, James Harden was playing really good defense. Yeah, he's good uh, on defense when yeah, he's when he when he wants yeah. to be. So uh, that's kind of things that I was watching and I was like, he's like people say he, he sleeps on the defensive end, but not really when, when he turns it on. He, he's kind of it's kind of a LeBron James kind of ordeal yeah. where, when LeBron's like, he'll sleep on certain days, but when he really wants to turn it on, he'll turn it on. Yeah,
1: like so I, I bet tonight in this Lakers and Blazers series, I bet he goes off for thirty-five. That's my prediction. That, that, that's Lakers what I'm hoping one. for. Yeah,
0: and uh, I, th- I think for for the uh, that that series both of them are going to have to go off for thirty every night. Mm-hmm. But uh, going back to the uh, Rockets and Thunder series, uh, for for the uh, the Thunder to have any type of hope, they're going to have to shoot well from three, and they're going to have to defend the role players pretty well on the on the three point line, and and just hope that they have one of their Golden State, uh, and versus Rockets type of nights mm-hmm. where they go O for thirty from the shot. Fi- yeah. O for the O for thirty from the three point line. So uh, that's kind of what the the Rockets' game plan probably is. And um, I'm I'm wanting I'm wanting to hear um, what are your predictions for for all those series. So the f- the first series is the Portland Trailblazers and, and the, the Lakers. Um,
1: I see it going to six. I think I got the laser, Lakers in six. I think that Lakers win tonight, and then Lakers also win. Uh, game three and then I think Blazers will take game four to tie it up at two and then I think they take it to six Lakers take it to six and went from there
0: okay I still say that the uh, the I still says I still say it goes to seven really? I think it'll just be uh I'll take this game oh you'll take the next game Oh, mm-hmm. I'll take this game oh you'll take the next one um, I think that's what it will go um, Dallas and Clippers I think I might have said six or seven um, I'm probably gonna roll with six because right now the Clippers don't have an answer for Porzingis. Yeah. That's kind of a problem, um, and they're very defensive-oriented and, and defensive-minded um, type of team the Clippers are. But they're not playing really all that well defensively. So, and Paul George, Paul George is also the key. He yeah, he hasn't been playing well. At yeah, all. he he. He didn't really play all that great last night um he was he was in foul trouble for most of the night, and when he did get on the court, he would get a technical foul <laughs> so um it just Paul George has to be reliable and and has to put up big numbers for the clippers to do well yeah his shooting so, hasn't been his shooting yeah. wasn't well at all last night either, yeah, no, it wasn't so I say. This is going out on a limb here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and still take the Clippers in six. Really? I'm gonna go ahead and take them in six. I think Paul George will will correct it, but um, we'll, we'll we'll see after game three. We'll yeah. see after game three. Yeah. But uh,
1: Bucks and Magic. Oh, Bucks and Magic. Oh, that's that's five games. There's five no way games. the Bucks win. There's no way the Bucks lose again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: I I think it goes 5 as well. Um 6 at the very most. Yeah. But um <clears throat> Bucks will, will definitely win. Um, Utah and Denver,
1: I think Jazz and Seven. I think once Mike Conley gets back, I think he's a big game changer for him. Definitely okay. on defense, man. I could be wrong cuz, you know, three-headed snake like you said for the Nuggets, they're they're really good. So. Yeah. Uh I <clears throat> I say the
0: Denver in, in seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really think it will go it will go seven games and, and we'll just see. Three mm-hmm. um, headed monster like I said and that that that's kind of the key if they can get all three of those guys rolling in game. That I don't think that even with Mike Conley being coming back I don't think Mike Conley could stop Jamal Murray or at least contain him. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then Houston Rockets. Um, versus the Thunder I
1: think Houston and five Houston and five yeah.
0: Houston and five okay um, I think I said this game this series goes seven really? I'm I, I think that's what I said on my last podcast okay. and I said the Rockets would go in, in seven but I say the Rockets in six I, I'm I'm willing to go take that and to that so all right okay well thank you AJ, for being a part of our podcast today of course I, thanks for having me on yeah I think it was really fun and, and, and it switches things up a little bit mm-hmm. and uh, I hope to have you on as, as more podcasts mm-hmm. come along and see if you're a regular on this show yeah. or not <laughs> so um, thank you guys for listening to the podcast today um, we are on multiple platforms so we are on YouTube, Spotify, um it's um if you were to look it up it's at the ashton baker podcast so it's the first one that pops up on spotify and same thing for for youtube pops up um for youtube like and subscribe Um, please leave me any comments um, that you have um, anything that you're wanting to hear or any um, criticism that you're wanting to uh, give thinking that you can make the podcast better i'm willing to and listening to open to suggestions so um working on some things i know i'm not perfect so uh, thank you guys and have a great rest of your night